Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. Remember, your God loves you. The scriptures tell us that he daily loads you with benefits. In Psalm 3, list some of those benefits. He forgives all of your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns your life with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies your mouth and ears with good. He calls your youth renewed like the eagles. And he has sent his angels to be ministering spirits unto you who are heirs of salvation. They excel in strength and they hearken to the voice of his word. God has great plans for your life today. So follow him and expect miracles throughout the day. So once again, welcome to Faith in the Morning. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. But before we do, let's take some time to pray. Father, we thank you because you are good and your mercy endures forever. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for your benefits. We thank you that your mercies are new to us every morning. Great is your faithfulness towards us. It's by your mercy we are not consumed. We thank you for being so faithful. We thank you for being so kind. We thank you for healing us and protecting us and delivering us and saving us and providing for us and preserving us. We thank you for being such a good God to us. And so as we take this time right now in your word, Open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts so we can receive from you and live the life you call us to live, the lifestyle of faith. And Father, according to 1 Timothy chapter 2, we pray for those who are in authority. We pray for the president. We pray for the vice president. We pray for their cabinet. We pray for the Congress. We pray for the Supreme Court. We pray for our governors. We pray for our mayors. We pray for our city council men and women. And every elected and appointed official in this nation and every nation that's watching represented, we lift them up to you and we pray, Father, that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you lead them and guide them in the way that they should go. We pray that you surround them with godly counsel, men and women full of faith of the Holy Ghost, who are advising them, thus saith the Lord. We pray that you remove ungodly people from their counsel, people who would seek to pervert the right ways of the Lord. We pray for these leaders who send labors across their path to minister the word to them in a way they can receive it. And Father, we pray for them that they won't be so caught up in politics and caught up in the left or the right, but they'll do what's best for this nation and above all things, put you first. We thank you that you heard our prayers and you're answering our prayers and we ask for a great awakening within our nations, a great appointment of your spirit upon our leadership, upon our nations and our churches. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Go back with me to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. And I'm going to read verse 16 from the Amplified Classic Edition. Or actually, back up to verse 15. But if you bite and devour one another in partisan strife, be careful that you and your whole fellowship are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit, then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of the human nature without God. And so we talked about this last week, about a week ago, about being led by the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. And one of the ways you can live in the Spirit is by being responsive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Some people think just being in the Spirit is just some mystical force in a mystical moment that happens every once in a while. And yes, those apply and we see those in Scripture, but that's not what it's talking about here. It's talking about daily being led and guided and instructed by the Spirit of God himself who lives on the inside of you. Remember, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 reminds us he's on the inside. Let's look at that real quick. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. He's on the inside of you. God's not far away from you. He lives within every single believer. 
Every single one who's accepted Jesus into their heart. First Corinthians chapter six. Verse 19, what? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who is in you, who you have of God, and you are not your own, for you are bought with the price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belong to God. Let's look at Second uh, Corinthians chapter 6. It echoes the statement once again. Second Corinthians chapter 6. Second Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 16, and what agreement has the temple of God with idols? You're the temple of God. For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. So one of the things I was sharing yesterday in our message at Faith Christian Center was that we're not in this by ourselves. And our focus is not behavior modification. Our focus is on God, our relationship with him and his word. And as we draw closer to him and yield to him, our behaviors change and things that have been holding on for a long time fall off. So our focus has to be on the God who is with us. The Bible clearly says, we look at two passages alone, that he lives on the inside of us. We also see that he dwells with us and among us. We also see that there's how we can receive him resting upon us through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So one of the things we have to remind ourselves is God is with us. Go ahead and put it in the chat. If you're watching the place, we put it in the chat. Say, God is with me. Come on, say it again. Say, God is with me. Say, he never leaves me. He never forsakes me. My God is with me. Go with me to Proverbs chapter three. Proverbs chapter three. Proverbs chapter three, verse five, familiar scripture to so many of you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So notice, in all your ways, acknowledge him. And what happens after you acknowledge? You receive direction. And we saw already how the way to overcome the desires of our flesh and beat the desires of our flesh and live according to how the Spirit wants us to. We need the guidance and the help of the Holy Spirit. So what should we do? Acknowledge him. What's a simple way to acknowledge him when you wake up in the morning? Good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you for being with me. Not to pray, oh, be with me today, Lord. He already told you he's going to be with you. So you don't have to pray for us like that. Oh, I need you to be with me as I go to work. I need you to be with me on that Zoom call. I need you to be with me in the grocery store. You don't have to pray for that. He already said he'll be with you. So what do you do? You respond to his statement with faith saying, thank you for being with me. Father, I thank you for your presence with me. I thank you for your presence in this room. What are you doing? You're acknowledging the truth of God's word. And as you acknowledge the truth of God's word, it will manifest in your life and become even more real to you. This is one of the ways you access the promise of the presence of God. And Peter told us that by these divine, precious promises, we escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. 
So we must lay hold to the promises of God and acknowledge his presence. And so I think it'd be great if you had just this perfect time where, you know, no interruptions came and you could just focus on God. And we should strive for that every single day. But sometimes life happens. You got kids, little kids. You got a spouse. You got a work schedule. You have all these things that pop up. And he's like, I need the presence of God. And in the midst of all that, you can acknowledge the presence of God. I said, Father, thank you for being with me. Yeah, it seems kind of chaotic right now. But you're with me. Yeah, a lot is going on. But I thank you that in the midst of everything going on, you don't leave me nor forsake me. So I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your help. I acknowledge you, Holy Spirit. And you're going to lead me. You're going to guide me. You're going to help me. I listen for your direction. And because I'm yielding to you, I won't yield to the bad desires of my flesh. I yield to the good desires of the Holy Spirit who lives within me. When you start talking like that and acting like that on a regular basis, when it becomes your habit, you'll see more direction, more guidance and victory over the areas that would always trip you up. The uh, what Hebrews calls so what causes so easily to stumble. It's different for every single person, but the way you beat it is very similar by yielding to the Holy Spirit, putting your faith in God's word and being a person of the word. Let's go to Philippians chapter one and I'll end here and I believe I'll pick up here tomorrow. Because well, we said in Galatians 5 that the, what we call the fruit of the Spirit, we talked about this last week, about a week ago, it's the character traits of Jesus. When we talk the fruit of the Spirit starting with love, ending with self-control. These are the character traits of Jesus. This is what the Holy Spirit is working on in our heart to bring out in our everyday life. And here's a prayer that I'd encourage you to pray every single day. It's what I pray for you. It's what I pray for me. Philippians chapter one. And I wrote about it in a book that we have on Amazon called Prayers That Will Change Your Life. And it says in Philippians chapter one, verse nine. And this I pray that your love may abound or overflow yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense to the day of Christ, the day of the anointed one who is anointing. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by or through Jesus Christ, unto the glory and the praise of God. Keen on verse 11 before we go. Filled with the fruits of righteousness. This is our goal. Filled with the fruit of the Spirit. Filled with the character traits of Jesus. Because as we're filled that way, we'll live that way. So this is one of the things you should pray for yourself today before we break down what the rest of the scripture means. That you overflow in love and that you're filled with the fruits of righteousness. So let's pray that together too. Say, Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that you're with me. I thank you that you never leave me nor forsake me. Today I pray that I overflow in your love and that I'm filled with the fruits of righteousness through Jesus, the anointed one. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Say, I am overflowing in love. That's a good thing to put in the chat. Say, I am overflowing in love. I am filled with the fruits of righteousness, and I act like it. I am overflowing in love, 
I'm filled with the fruits of righteousness and I'm acting like it. I am overflowing in love. I'm filled with the fruits of righteousness and I'm acting like it. I love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow on Faith in the Morning. Remember, something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles all throughout the day. God bless. 